welcome to the Dynasty Skeptics Podcast with your hosts, Josh. I thought you were going second. I thought he was going to say everybody's name. No, we were saying our own. Theo. Oh. Tim. This podcast is designed really specifically for the Tim Pearson Memorial League, the TPML. Chances are, if you're listening to this, you're a member of that league, I hope. And not a winner, because there's only been one. Right. And it's Two-time ten, defending champ. Disgusting as it is. In this first episode, we're going to be talking about uh, our consensus power rankings for the league, some player news and notes, as well as what we think are the best and worst picks of the rookie draft. Uh, starting with player news. Some of the most recent player news, uh, Debo fra- has a uh, Jones fracture, uh, Brandon Brooks tore his Achilles, and Dallas Goddard got knocked out at a bar. I think the, the fantasy impact of these injuries for Debo probably won't be too much. We think that he'll be back to start the season, maybe have a slow start uh, heading into it. 10 weeks or something along the lines. He, he put on his Instagram that he'd be back in 10 weeks. I do think this definitely hurts Jimmy G because outside of George Kittle, he lost Emmanuel Sanders, so he's got no proven wide receiver anymore. He has Dante Pettis. He's not very good. (laughs) Kendrick Bourne is now the at least WR2. Behind Kittle. Yes. (laughs) And I saw that Kendrick Bourne was doing some workouts on Instagram, so I think that he's trying to step up over Worthless. This is the Dante Pettis breakout. I'm calling it. (laughs) Seventh year breakout, guys. Here we go. Uh, the Brandon Brooks injury does have some, some issues. He's out for the season. Um, he, According to uh, Pro Football Focus, I think he was the number one rated guard in the entire league. So Bad news for Miles Sanders. Worst news for Carson Wentz, who can't stay healthy. Right, he's going to get hit a lot more. Um, Dallas Goddard spent the night in the hospital after getting knocked out in a bar. <laughs> did you guys uh, see that video? I did, I did watch it. He got like straight up knocked <laughs> out. He was on the ground. His, his teammates have been posting all over Instagram yeah. and Twitter, though, saying that if they were there, that would not have happened. And whoever that guy is, he's pretty brave. They already uh, he's, he's been arrested. Yeah. But I don't think that really has a major impact on his fantasy season. I don't think Hopefully. so. He, he probably got a concussion from that, for real. But yeah, he'll was, be fine. You've got to be hit pretty hard to get knocked out of your yeah. Dallas Goddard size. Um, in other news, there is uh, Dak Prescott finally signed his franchise tender. Good for the Cowboys. Yeah, is we'll it, see if he, if he, you know. He's been a top 10 back. Well, they've got until, what is it, the 15th of July to actually. To do a long-term deal. Do a long-term deal, so we'll, we'll see. And then Jamal Adams requesting a trade, possibly going to the Cowboys. Or the Bucks. You I know. don't know what they would give up to, to get him, but <laughs> so we'll see, but. That's some, uh, that's some of our player news. So let's just jump right into the power rankings. So right now what I'm going to do is I'm just going to go over Josh, Theo, and I. We've all kind of made a list of our own power rankings and then averaged everybody's out. So here's the average rankings. The best team in the league, also the two-time defending champion, if you didn't know, would be mine. Number two is Josh. Three, Sean. Four, Patrick. Five, Johnny. Six, Devin, seven, Theo, eight, Alex, nine, Donette, and ten, Clint. And again, that is just the average of the three of our uh, our polls. Uh, Josh and I, or I'm sorry, Josh, Theo, and I, we all kind of agree on the top two, jo- uh, me and Josh. Well, I do have some contention about that. I think that if we're listing Tim one, we should probably list his feeder teams alongside him. I agree. So shout out to Clint, Alex. Alex. Maybe even Jared. Yeah, uh, who, right before you know, he left. 
And uh, there's one guy, he, I think, what was he? Oh, yeah. He traded me uh, Kyler Murray and Phillip Rivers for Andrew Luck, and then Andrew Luck retired. Shout out to that guy. Fuck you very much. <laughs> I, would, I would like to point out that I'm no longer last in any of the rankings. <laughs> this is true. For the first time <laughs> in, in the two years two that years. we've had this league going, he is not last. So, but outside of, again, one and two, which we've all agreed upon, that we start to differ. Um, Josh and I both had Sean at three. However, Theo had Patrick at three. Theo? Well, I, I thought Patrick's team was a bit more sound than Sean's. Uh, I put Sean at five, uh, mainly because I had concerns uh, about his running backs. Um, I know he's got Leonard Fournette. Everyone's still pretty high on him. I, it's his last year. I have concerns that he might sit out. Who knows with what, what's going to go on with COVID. Um, he might demand a trade. Uh, he also has David Montgomery. Um, a lot of people expect him to take a step forward, but the, the Bears as a whole looked pretty rough last year. So Listen, I, Mitchell Trubisky is the only quarterback out of that class that's drafted that's not <laughs> thrown a pick six. means he's better than Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes. I mean, I hope you're right because I have Trubisky. <laughs> Trubisky's a trash. Uh, but he... <laughs> He, he does look a bit rough. So there, there's a lot of questions about the Bears. And so that, that's why I had him at five. His running backs, just if, if those two fall out, I really don't see much behind that. Um, so. so then after that, we had uh, actually, again, Josh and I agree again that uh, Patrick, we put Patrick at four. And then Theo had Johnny at uh, four, which was significantly higher than both Josh and I. Why would you have Johnny at four? I... Johnny is very shallow. I, I get that. Wow, His, that's a personal attack. I've right. never heard one before. <laughs> and this this rankings was was done before the Debo injury. I, I just want to throw that out there. And I thought that Debo was going to be his WR1. Um, but he has CMC. And I feel like anytime you have CMC, Lamar Jackson on your team, that those two could outscore look, a lot of... Look at his depth. He has terrible depth. If he suffers another injury, which I would consider Debo a major injury, yeah. if he su- suffers another one, I think he's in contention for the one-on-one. So, I mean, if I were to reevaluate now, he would definitely drop a couple spots. But CMC and, and Nick Chubb and Lamar Jackson were what helped him be so high on my list. So we also, again, Josh and I, there's a trend here. We are the same at five. We both have Devin at five, and uh, Theo has Sean at five, which Josh and I both had Sean at three. Well, so I guess the real question is, why do you have Devin two spots lower than us? You have him at seven. Uh, (laughs) I dropped him a lot mainly because I'm hopeful that he drops so low since he traded me his first. (laughs) Oh, so this was a wishful ranking. Yeah, this is a wishful ranking. No, in all seriousness, I thought his receivers – Took a big hit when he traded me um, Galladay. I still don't understand that trade. Uh, his his running back core, in, in my opinion, is the second best behind Tim. Of course. Uh, but when you look at some of his receivers, um, Brandon Cooks, I think, is one concussion away from retiring. Marquise Brown has a running back throwing him the football. And Adam Thielen, I mean, yeah, he, he's got Kirk Cousins throwing him the ball, so... We'll see how that pans out, but I, I just think his receiving depth is lackluster. And so now we kind of get into where some people differ. Uh, Josh and Theo actually both had Theo at six. I had Johnny at six. The reason I had Johnny at six again, just based off of depth. He's got no depth. Uh, Debo, again, this was done before Debo's uh, injury, but Debo's now hurt. But, uh, okay, the, uh, Josh, was wire Theo six? I feel like it should be higher, in my opinion, Josh. I mean, he's, Why so he's low? literally been the 10th ranked team every year so far. 
To be fair, though, I blew it up <laughs> because of my horrible draft. So I think Theo had an amazing draft this year. It was a loaded draft class. He had six picks in a row from pick six through 11. Um, Hard to mess that up <laughs> if you I, just go off a of rankings. Right. I think he has a great team, but he doesn't have a single running back who's not a rookie except for Damian Harris, um, who logged 12 total carries last year. So I think it's going to take some time for his, his rookie running backs to kind of ramp up to a full workload, and I think that's going to kind of keep him low. I mean, I'm, I'm hopeful Cam Akers is able to just jump right in there. A lot of people are speculating he might be the RB1 there now. Well, I mean, he's already used to having a shitty line, and he's got another one with the Rams. So. Shout out to Florida State. Yeah. Did they, didn't they trade up for Cam Akers as well, or did he – or no, they picked Cam Akers over J.K. Dobbins. Correct. Because J.K. Oh, Dobbins yeah. was still available, mm-hmm. and so that's why a lot of people are speculating he might. So I'm hopeful he becomes my RB1 immediately. I could I could see that. I love Cam Akers. Um, Plus, but, Anthony McFarland might be the lead back for the Steelers, right, Josh? Absolutely not. <laughs> that guy is garbage. He's a garbage-tier player. Uh, anyway, but I just think his running backs are going to take some time to ramp up, and I don't think that he's going to be competitive, at least in the first half of the season. So this is the part of the rankings where everybody differs. Josh has Johnny at seven. Theo has Devin at seven. I have Theo at seven. We've kind of gone all over their teams. So let's jump down to eight, nine, ten. Eight, nine, and ten is a mixture of Clint, Alex, and Donette. None of us, I'm sorry, we're all different on eight. Um, Josh has Clint at eight. I have uh, Alex at eight. Theo has Donette at eight. Let's just kind of go over why we each have each one of those guys there. Do you want to start, Josh? So, yeah, I guess, spoiler alert, I have Clint the highest out of the three of us. Um, And mostly it's because he has an okay team um, with a decent starting lineup, and I just don't believe that he will ever blow up his team. I think he's going to continue making weird trades for players, and I think he's going to find a way to finish around fifth place. I mean, he's trying to buy a running back right now. He's so. trying to buy a running back right now. He's also trying to sell a running back right now, so this who knows? This is true. Who I, I personally put Clint as my worst team, and I, the big yeah, reason is just same. because he's in no man's land, and that's the worst place to be. Yeah. So He has um, some quarterbacks that I think are questionable. Um, I mean, obviously, a lot of people hope, Min- hope Minshew becomes the next greatest thing since Tom he's Brady. He's no Baker Mayfield. Okay. Well, I was, I was saying close. Tom Brady because it's a six-round draft pick. I mean, you got to compare the two, <laughs> this, right? <laughs> this is true. But I heard that uh, Minshew's quarterback rating is much higher. That is true. So, uh, I think it was higher knows, than Tom Brady's last year, too. Everybody knows quarterback rating you know, turns into fan- fantasy mm-hmm. points. But yeah. uh, All right, so Theo had Donette at eight. Uh, you want to tell us about, a little bit about Donette's team, Theo? So her depth is lackluster like a lot of these teams. But I think her starting squad, assuming no injuries um, – she could compete and make the playoffs. And once you make the playoffs, I think it's any anybody's game. Um, I mean, she still has Todd Gurley and Melvin Gordon. However, new teams, who knows what's going to happen systems, there. Yeah. Um, I honestly think she has five potential top 20 wide receivers. Um, we all saw what Terry McLaurin was able to do. A lot of people think Dwayne Haskins is going to take a major step this year. Um, so I think her team could make a splash. Uh, but she could also be another team. Uh, rolling right into Alex's that just decides to blow it up this year and <laughs> rebuild. Yeah, and I have Alex at eight. Uh, you know, his starting lineup I thought was pretty solid. Now, he started to make some trades, which I think if I were to redo these uh, rankings, I'd probably drop Alex down to 10 just because I feel like, like you said, he's yeah. he's he's going to blow it up. He's looking for the 101. He's looking for Trevor Lawrence, and he's going to rip off some poor fool. He's trying to... 
uh, I'm sure you guys saw already. He was trying to sell Miles Sanders, Mark Ingram. Travis um, Kelsey, all winning pieces. Yeah. yeah. So if I, if I were to redo my rankings, I would definitely put him at 10. Um, because if if you know he's going to blow it up and not have any of these right. starting pieces. Exactly. Other than that, you know, 9. Josh and Theo both have Alex at 9. I have Donette at 9. Josh has Donette at 10. And Theo and I both have Clint at 10. Um, Why again, did you put Donette at 10 compared to some of the other squads? Uh, well, I'm not a believer in her her quarterbacks right now. She has Russell Wilson, who is a yeah, stud. Yeah, he's a top top 10? I think he is. I'm I'm not a believer quite yet in the Dwayne Haskins um, jump. I don't think Justin Herbert starts a single game this but season. But he's going to be elite. Let me ask you this. If Tyrod Taylor starts... 0-4, 0-5, or even Herbert before starts. the bye. Do you think Justin, Justin Herbert starts? 100%. I, sure, but I don't think that happens. I don't believe it happens. Do you think that they're still with Tyrod Taylor? I do, and I think that they're in a win-now scenario. They've got a lot of guys that are – this is their last contract here, and I think they're going to try it, and win. Would it I'd shock hype up Tyrod Taylor too if I had him on my roster looking at someone. <laughs> would you? I'll make the bet. <laughs> <laughs> do you think that this is a team that signs Cam Newton? No. No. Not after just uh, drafting Justin Herbert. No I don't way. think so. I think Cam's a backup probably this season. So. Okay. Because I was going to say that could that obviously hurt Justin Herbert. So. But again, so that's that's kind of how we feel about everybody's teams. I know that we didn't uh, each individually go over each one of our uh, picks. But again, uh, our average rankings again, me one, Josh two, Sean three, Patrick four, Johnny five, Devin six, Theo seven, Alex eight, Donette nine, and Clint the winner at 10. I would like to point out that Patrick is in the top five. How does that make you feel, Josh? <laughs> Disgusted, really. And also, um, Devin almost made the top five. So both Foxes well, almost made the top five. And the gross part is I have them both in my top five. That is true. Which I, makes me sick. Uh, you never want to see that. What, it, what would happen if Devin somehow and Patrick both made the championship and it was a Fox-only championship? We dissolve the league. We Leagues would call over. it the Joshua Stewart Memorial League because he would die. <laughs> I would quit. Yeah, Disband it, delete everything, start over. So th- that was the average ranking. So as we switch gears going into what we thought were the best draft picks and worst draft picks since we're coming fresh off of the uh, rookie draft, um, my, my best ba- uh, draft pick – goes to Donette. With the 3-6, she selected Brian Edwards. Uh, I'm in quite a few leagues, and I've seen Brian Edwards go almost in all of them in this, the second round. Um, maybe, maybe early third, but a lot of analysts are projecting him to be the true WR1 out there. Um, it may take him a year, but to me, that's a steal in the third round if you're getting a true WR1. And I, we all know that they didn't really have any receivers out there. He's been comp to Michael Thomas. So I mean, he's not as big of a crybaby. <laughs> so we'll we'll see. I know they also drafted um, Henry Ruggs. Henry Ruggs, speedster. But didn't they both? Didn't they dra- uh, select both of them in round two? Mm, Henry was Ruggs it? was the first receiver off the board, yeah. pick fifteen. Okay, so uh, he definitely has more draft capital. But I, I still think that Brian Edwards has the body of a true WR one, like you were saying, Michael Thomas. Um, my worst pick goes to Devin. Pick four seven. He picked Devin Asiasi. Uh, I know that everyone is hoping when the Patriots draft a, a tight end that he's the next Gronkowski, but let's be real. No one's ever going to be the next Gronkowski. Uh, what bothered me about that pick is my tight end one in this year's rookie draft was um, Troutman. And Devin could have picked Troutman because Donette got a steal with, with Troutman in round five. 
Um, so I, I just think that it was a bit of a reach. Uh, a lot of my other leagues, Devin Asiasi is not even going drafted. Um, so, um, Josh, what, or Tim, I'm sorry, what, what was yours? No, so my, my steal of the draft, in my opinion, was DJ Dallas. Josh picked him fourth round, third, uh, third pick of the fourth round. I like him because he went to Seattle. Everybody knows Seattle loves to run the ball. Everybody also knows that Seattle cannot stay, or Seattle running backs cannot stay healthy. It's just a proven fact. Rashad Penny sucks. Uh, Chris Carson gets hurt in the playoffs. So so technically that means I have the best pick then since I traded for him. Well, Josh was done. Did you pick him? Okay. No, that's true. But a lot of people don't know this. DJ Dallas, he's like a Swiss Army knife, too. In high school, he played quarterback. He played running back. He played wide receiver. And he even played some DB. And then in Miami, uh, when he went, to the, or he went to the University of Miami, he played running back and he played wide receiver some. So Wasn't he a speedster? He is. Uh, you know, those Miami boys. So my worst pick is uh, Patrick. At the uh, fifth pick of the fourth round, he picked Blake Jarwin. He's in a win-now mode. He's got John U. Smith. And I just feel like there were some, you know, better picks available. Also, if he's winning now, he could have gone to uh, – he could have taken Gronkowski, who I believe went directly after Jarwin. Immediately after. Yeah, or immediately after. Sorry. So, I just – you know, I kind of didn't understand the pick. And he also picked Cole Clement the round prior. So, like, why, why double back on, on tight ends when you have a starting tight end in John U. Smith? But, I mean, it just didn't make sense to me, but then again, to each his own. Johnny Smith is elite, by the way. He's, He's coming not. from the Titans, man. <laughs> All right, so. Wait, did you see the one-handed catch oh, against man. the Baltimore Ravens? Elite. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the pick that I thought was best out of this draft was Brandon Ayuk, who Clint picked at uh, 210. Um, originally, I wasn't that much of a fan of Ayuk, but the more I looked into it, the more I thought this was a steal. His wingspan was... He's huge. He, yeah. His arms are, are like longer than his body, almost. When yeah. I was watching him run, it almost looked unnatural because mm-hmm. his arms are so long. Yeah, he has a <laughs> massive catch radius. He was a first-round pick in the NFL draft. Um, he was a wide receiver that San Francisco moved up uh, three or four spots to get. And he got drafted in our fantasy draft after four second-round wide receivers, a second- and a third-round running back. Um, and then on top of that, the situation has only gotten better if because of Devo's injury. I think that gives him a quicker chance to get on the field and, and get some reps. Now then, Clint went and traded him, so I don't, I don't know that that makes this any better. But it was a great pick. I mean, and going back to the Debo injury, um, they really don't have a WR one, so he, I think, right. slides almost immediately right in there. Again, we all know that George Kittle, tight end, is their WR one, but. Realistically, I think he becomes their WR1. Fun fact, Jalen Hurd was catching passes from Jimmy G. So You know, I forgot that they had Jalen Hurd. Well, haven't heard I anything think, about I think him. they forgot they had him, too. <laughs> no, no, no. He's going to be a beast. You watch. So the, um, the worst pick of the draft that I thought, Tim actually already mentioned it, it was Cole Komet by Patrick at, at the 3-5. Uh, the reason that I thought this was a terrible pick isn't because I hate Cole Komet, per se. Uh, I think he's probably going to be a decent player. But Patrick is in a win-now mode. He's trading away his future assets to, to try and push him over the top this year. And he picked Cole Komet over Hayden Hurst, who got picked the first first pick of the fourth round, and also Gronk, um, who he passed on twice with the at the sixth pick in the fourth round. Uh, Cole Komet goes to the Bears, who we already know have, have a terrible quarterback. They had, I think, eight tight ends on the roster when they selected Cole Komet. 
including Jimmy G, who has a no-trade clause. He literally can't be traded from the Bears uh, for the next two years. So unless they cut him, I'm and they're paying him like $10 million a year. Wait, Jimmy G? Jimmy, uh, Jimmy Graham, sorry. Oh, there you go. Um, oh, yeah, six tight ends rostered for the Bears. Yeah, so this is a, a pick that, while it might be okay for a team that is willing to wait, Patrick doesn't have a, a great tight end on his roster, and he passed two guys that False. I think that I think will produce in, in 2020 to pick Cole Komet. Johnny Smith is on, on his team. I know. I, I think I, you guys forget about I that. Did you see the one-handed catch oh, against the Ravens? <laughs> Coming from the Titans, man, again. So that's pretty much going to wrap it up for this first episode. Uh, we're planning to have an episode every two weeks, and we would love to hear your feedback or questions. Except Patrick's. Except Patrick's. If you take issue with these rankings, if you thought maybe you were ranked too low... Quit uh, being a baby. <laughs> and we don't believe you. But we'd love to hear your, your thoughts. Do anyway. you think Clint's going to fight that he's not 10? Well, because he doesn't have his pick, yes. I'm, I'm sure <laughs> that he will. He's going he's gonna to be buying some running backs to move that ranking up. Uh, anyway, thank you for tuning in. And this is the Dynasty Skeptics. See ya. Off. See ya.